As a veteran, I know this is coming out Memorial Day weekend. I want to say thank you. God bless to all veterans and those who lost their lives on Memorial Day. Um, that is not a political statement. That is a thankful statement. Uh, for freedom, somebody always has to shed blood for our freedom. And we just want to say thank you for that. And welcome to Unwired. How are you doing? I mean, it's okay to email us. You know, you could email us, unwired at spaceage-llc.com. We also have a Twitter, um, except I really don't remember what it is. But you could always reach me at Twitter, at rbaker underscore spaceage. It's probably long, but that's okay. You guys can do it. And it's on the webpage. Once we upload these, it'll be in the message. You could tweet us, email us, whatever. If there's a topic you want us to cover. Or if uh, you want a guest on the show. If you want a guest, if you want to be a guest, you know, I can reach out to you by phone, you know, see when you're available, pre-record it, and put a clip up. Let me know some of your thoughts. So uh, today we're going to do a quick talk on audio. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of noise around me. Uh, thunder, lightning. Maybe this isn't a good time to record. We'll, we'll have to cover that one day. But I wanted to talk specifically about audio. Uh, there was someone I wanted to have on. But I'm afraid he's not available today, and I'll have to catch up with him another time to talk about audio. We want to talk specifically about streaming for your church. Um, we all know that the best way, the best way, the best way for your church to have good audio for the stream is to have a separate board for your streaming audio. What do we mean by that? Well, back in the old days, back in my day, we would have a splitter, a huge splitter. So let's say you're a church with a 42-channel board, 48-channel board, and you would have to determine your split. The best split, of course, would be splitting all the 48 channels. That way if someone comes in unexpectedly with a guitar or they need an extra microphone or something and they plug in, you already know you have it. Um so you would have a f uh, as many splits as you would need to send audio to either your recording. Well, at the, at the time, there was no streaming. But for your recording. And that way you can record a separate signal, maybe mix down later, and apply it. Uh, even if your church didn't record uh, new music, sometimes it's good you get a better premium recording to send to your CD player. Because what a lot of people don't understand is... The mix in-house is very different than the mix you would have for recording. This is why you don't have... Okay, this is why there were times when people would say, man, I just love the feel, the atmosphere uh, in the sanctuary, but when I get home and I listen to it, it just doesn't sound the same. Well, that's because... You're mixing for the sanctuary, which has its own acoustical stylings, patterns, depending on the building, depending on how many people are in the building, and then the energy from the people in the building. Let's say you're doing praise and worship. That's going to be vastly different than what a normal recording would pick up, unless you have plenty of um, audience microphones, and unless you have 
plenty of, of I would say, ambient microphones. And unless you have someone who can mix to get that feeling, because I promise you, if I'm mixing for the house, I'm not paying attention to the same balance that you would need for a stream. I mean, we're, we're experiencing this right now at a church that we cover. They're, they only have one board right now. We're working on moving things around, but they have one board right now. And often there'll be some complaints. Oh, the mix didn't sound. I didn't have enough drums in the mix. Well, that's because we're feeding it off a matrix. So the streaming people get exactly what the house people get. And I have not seen a situation where that has worked perfectly. It's just different acoustically. We may understand that maybe the drums in the house are too loud. You bring down the drums, but then for your streaming mix, you need to bring up the drums. Well, if you're working a matrix, you can't do both. If you're feeding your recording, and that's the easiest way to do it, because that means you're only mixing once. You cannot, or at least I haven't met anyone who can mix for the house and the stream at the same time. Uh, you'd need two separate boards running at the same time and two separate ears. <laughs> you'd need to really know what the music is going to be like. You'd need to really know who, what parts, the you know, you'd have to be really tied in with the band and the, the praise team to know exactly what they're going to do and and. Once you're in, in the spirit, once you're in the middle of something, you may change. And then your sound engineer has to catch up, especially if something happens he doesn't understand or he's not ready for. He has to catch up. Of course, a good sound engineer will do it quickly, but now you're talking about doing it for two different circumstances. So you may need to balance in the house. You have two tenors. One is stronger than the other. You're trying to balance that in the house, but then the stream it's coming through so much stronger, how are you going to pull it down without pulling it out of the house? So sound engineer, front of house engineer's job is front of house. So getting a matrix for your stream, and a matrix feed is just the sum at the same levels of everything you're sending to left and right going to a different output. That would be a matrix output. Of course, the other way to do it would be an aux output. And the reason why an aux is different is because you can mix separately Separate than what you're sending to the house, you can mix on an aux. But once again, you end up with the same problem. As you're mixing for the house, you don't have time to mix for the aux. And you'd have to be able to listen to the aux separately. So that usually requires a separate board and a separate engineer. And that does tend to become expensive. If you're paying your engineer uh, 35 an hour for the front of house, now you got to double that. And it's crucial, and usually by the time you get to the sermon, you're not even worried about the praise team. Now you're just focused on the one instrument. Then what if, what if the praise team comes back to sing for the appeal? Now what are you going to do? So optimally, optimally, you want a separate mix for your praise team, uh, for your stream, excuse me. You want a separate mix for your stream. And that doesn't even include, we're not even going to talk about the monitoring engineer. We're going to leave that out because sometimes you can monitor from up top. If you're there for rehearsals, you figure out what levels they want and then, you know, go from there. But we're talking about for your stream. So you want a separate board. What is the best way to do that? Now that's coming up, uh, that's a point of um, 
discussion, especially now that we've moved. Remember I mentioned um, uh, splitters before. Well, now that we've gone so digital uh, and we've moved to Dante Networks, if you don't know about Audinate's Dante, I'll pray for you because that is one of the most amazing advances in audio production, live sound, whatever. It is the major advancement in audio control, I'd have to say, in the past 25 years. I am a huge fan of Dante, being able to route audio over your network. You know what? We're going to have to have a show about how to do that properly. What, what do you need to have a proper Dante network? All right? So we're going to start talking about networking um, terms to help you set up your Dante network. But I'm a huge fan of Dante. Huge, 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 huge. Um, I, I still haven't done level three certification. I've done one and two. Huge, huge, huge fan. I can't, I can't express it enough because it's so simple. We just deployed it at a facility where before we were using a wireless, an Alto wireless unit, which we have to do a show on because that is a nice piece of equipment. But the Alto wireless system, so instead of having a wireless mic, you actually you could put up uh, speakers and send audio to them wirelessly. That is not Dante. They need to develop that, but then that sort of defeats the purpose. Oh, no, they could do that. Anyway, um, so we were using Alto Wireless, and I know during Easter, when the church was packed, we had some issues because it's using the 2.4 uh, megahertz range, and now there's a bunch of people in there with their phones. Uh, we had a little bit of drop-offs with it. So now we've run a cable, uh, Ethernet, I believe it's CAT6, if not 6A, cable, from the... Um, from the DSP uh, back to our streaming section, we put on two Audinate Avios, A-V-I-O, they're Dante devices, and we're streaming signal uh, using that. Phenomenal. I'm very impressed with the sound quality over Dante, and it's so easy to set up. So now, with Dante... You don't need a physical splitter anymore. Everything's virtual. You go in there, you set up your grid, Dante Controller, software, free software, where you can map your audio. And you just map your inputs to your outputs. You can match them up multiple times. So one input could feed multiple outputs. And then you configure your uh, software to, to mix. Okay, so so... The point being, you can either have a physical console, which is what we currently have, or you can go the Dante route and use uh, Pro Tools setup or any other um, digital audio workstation to mix and monitor your audio. I am a physical console sort of guy. I like the faders. Um, even with a digital board and you have less faders and you have more pages and things you've got to flip through to find, I still think that's better than having to scroll across screens to uh, mix. Because uh, I could always get my fingers. I, I'm a tactile person, so I'd rather the physical surface. Are there benefits? I, I, I want to hear this from you guys. Are there benefits to mixing for your stream off of a virtual console? Um, getting a Mac PC, a Mac PC, getting a Mac Mini, 
and putting Pro Tools or some other digital audio workstation DAW on there and then mixing off of that. Is there benefits to that? Which would you rather see? Uh, our Minister of Music is, is really into pushing for the recording and sort of paralleling the digital console, but I'm not, I'm not sold on that just yet. I think the recording can be still separate than the audio streaming. So that's what I would suggest. That being said, there is, there is a benefit to having the virtual. It's just you have to have people even more trained than with the physical. They got to know where to, where to find stuff and get it set up quickly. I mean, so that's my audio question for the day. So hit me back um, on Wired at spaceage-llc.com and let me know what you think. But on top of that, on top of that, along with that, is what advancements have you seen in the past few years that you find to be special? Uh, besides Dante, I already claimed Dante. You're going to have to find something else. Um, QSC's line of speakers, that's an advancement, the amount of power they can get. Well, I'm not going to tell you the answers. You guys got to find your own, uh, come up with your own <laughs> answers. Um, but that is, that's the way I, I look at it. Uh, Dante is my choice. Um, so now we have all these different devices now that we can use in terms of audio. You've, you've got your you got to choose between sending a matrix and sending an aux send or sending the, uh, splitting out the signal and having your own board, which, as I said, is more expensive, but it, it'll provide you the best. And then if you have your engineer, do you need your engineer there each week or can you get away with um, sending a mix down to them, setting it up properly, send it, setting up a baseline, and then, because you have a digital board, you can monitor it remotely. And let's say they need to make changes, you could just do that remotely. Ah, that would be great, right? I think that would work really well. What do you think? No, I, I'm really curious because I'm looking at it from the standpoint of how much will it cost and will you really benefit from the split? And you will. Um, let's say you have a situation where you have to get two mixing consoles. Obviously, um, you're, you may not need to get the full-fledged front-of-house board, especially if you go Dante. You can run with any board that can use Dante. You're just mapping out the signal. So you can start out um, with an Allen Heath D-Live, uh, large board for your front-of-house, but for your streaming... You can actually use an X32 using Dante, a Behringer X32 or a Midas MR32, so that you don't have to spend as much as your front of house, but you're still getting all the signal you need. Uh, you're limited to 32 channels on the X32, but you get what I'm saying. So let me know what you think. Um, hit us up. Let me know if I'm off base with my thoughts about what's optimal. I don't think I am. And then uh, let me know your configuration. If you have configuration questions or opinions, uh, let me know.
And now that you have that control, how are you going to use it? All right. Well, thanks for listening. And reach out to me with your questions and your comments. And I look forward to hearing from you.